Kia ora, I'm Stephen Moe. I'm a director and impact lawyer. You're listening to Board Matters. In this series, I speak to top New Zealand directors who I met on the Advanced Directors course run by the Institute of Directors. My guests share their unique perspectives on governance and what they've learned along the way. We start with the question, what would the title of your book on governance be and why? Well, today I'm talking with Jaina Ranguni, who is a chartered member of the IOD, and she's based in Tauranga, where she's the chair of Paralympics New Zealand and also the chair of the Bay of Plenty IOD. Thank you so much for joining me, Jaina. That's fine. You're welcome, Stephen. You and I were both on a course recently run by the IOD called the Advanced Directors Course, and that's really been the catalyst for this podcast. And the first question that we were asked was, what would be the title of the book on governance that you would write? What would that title be for you? I was possibly being a little bit flippant, which I often tend to like to do when I'm in new scenarios. Mine was, there are no silly questions here. One of the things I've learned about governance over the years is actually how important that statement is. I've got quite a few points about why I think questions are really important and why people should never worry about asking silly questions. One of the key roles of governance is to understand things and to understand what's going on in the world and the environment that we operate in and to understand what the impacts are for um, the organisations that we work for. I also think it's really important that directors constantly test why we do things because it's very easy to do things a certain way because you're successful for a period of time. And I think you have to constantly challenge yourself as to why you're doing something a certain way, why you're not doing it differently, why it will continue to work for you in the future. I also think it's really important for directors not to let other specialists in certain areas in the room lead conversations always about certain areas that may be their fortes. I think it's actually really important that all directors take responsibility for making sure they understand all those issues. And for me, things like cyber and technology and not something I deal with a lot in my day-to-day job, but I ask a lot of questions to go out of my way to make sure I understand it. And I think also the other reason is, which is less related to governance and more related to life, is one of the things I've learned in life is about three layers of questioning down is usually where the answer is. So, you know, you can often ask that, why you do something? Oh, well, it's really important and it's X, Y, Z. Yes, but why is it important? Oh, well, da, 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 da. Yes, but why does that matter? And often it's somewhere down there that you actually get the gem. You find out what's really important. And I guess also, you know, I come from a media background. And so questions are something that is, you know, part of the world that you operate in. It's how you find out what's happening in the world. Thinking about new directors, like if you're just joining a board, I think one of the most dangerous things can be if you sit quiet when somebody says, this is how we do things around here, because that's the magic that the new director brings is a different perspective. And so I like your title because it empowers us to keep asking questions, even if we're the new voice in the room, like there's such a really important principle there, isn't there? There is. And look, the only question I think I've ever felt in my entire career was really silly was when someone kept asking the same question because they weren't listening to the answer. You know, and I think that's not actually about the problem with the question. That was problem the problem as to whether the person was actually listening um, to what people were saying. But yeah, and I certainly feel in my role as chair, one of the things I try and encourage is that you do get people 
engaging from the beginning, you know, so people don't walk in and think, oh, look, I'll just sit back a bit for my first few meetings and kind of get the gist of what's going on. Because I think it really is, as you say, it's at that point in time that people can often ask the most questions, A, to help their understanding grow faster, but also because it's where they won't have got into the, here's why we do things or here's how we do things around here and can provide that really challenging perspective, which is so valuable. And the other thing I like about this is that assumptions, right? Assumptions are the dangerous thing to avoid. And assumptions, how can you cure them? By asking that question. Maybe it's a silly question, but it's a question that gets into what's the assumption underlying that statement or why we do what we do. Yeah, and I think even I find myself doing this quite a lot, and I don't know if it's my age, I, I blame my age sometimes, of, but also the fact that I'm not, unless I've written something down and it's in front of me, I don't remember a million things in my head. But it is even with things that you've been involved with and you've been part of and something happened a couple of years ago and you test yourself of what decision did we make and why did we make that decision again? And I'm not afraid to do that, where sometimes I think people do go, oh, for goodness sake, Joni, you know, you're getting old and you can't remember. And it's like, actually, I think I can remember, but I'm testing myself as to whether we will remember why you know, why we decided to do something. That's great. I love it. That's a really powerful one. So there was a chance to reflect at the end of the course, what would our title be? Um, Did your title change or did it stay the same? No, I mean, and that's not to say that I didn't take a million things away from the course and, you know, pages and pages of actions and ideas and thoughts and thinking. But if anything, it reaffirmed even more how, how important the question is and how important that approach is, is to constantly be reevaluating what you're doing and learning and growing and asking questions is such an important way to learn. Was there anything in the course that really stood out to you that that really reinforced that that feeling? There were probably a couple of things that were my big takeaways from the course that did link to it. One of them was how important the you know the curious thinker is you know there was in a lot of sessions we talked about how valuable that curiosity is at the board table there's some particularly those directors who are the innovators and the change agents and people who can understand really complex issues how important it is to be able to yeah to ask questions and be curious about everything both for your board but actually as a human and you know as a person in life because some of it was even about understanding other people and the more curious you are about people the better you know the better you'll understand them and the the more likely I think you can build effective working relationships yeah and for me I think one of my other big takeaways and I don't know that it really related to my question was around you know intergenerational thinking and long-term thinking you know and how important it is and you can't do that without asking questions and some really big questions like what are we going to be what do we want to look like in 50 years in 100 years you know why does it matter because when you start talking about what your purpose is and why it's a whole different question it may not be a whole different question, but it's a much bigger question to look more than two years out or more than five years out. If you're curious, you're going to ask questions, aren't you? And I yeah. think that curiosity is what unlocks the door to something new. And the people that I know that I really respect and admire, one similar thing about them is that they are definitely curious. They're always asking why. Why do we do this? And so, yeah, there's a nice synergy there with that first point that you made yeah and I think I like I say it's quite powerful not in just in terms of learning but I think even in life 
and maybe I'm more of a generalist, not a specialist. And if I was a specialist in any particular area, maybe that, you know, that would be, you'd know so much and understand so much. But as a generalist, I have to ask lots of questions about, you know, lots of different things. And definitely in terms of relationship building, like I was saying before, you know, mm. it's such a valuable tool. Yeah. So can I ask what you're seeing in terms of governance? What are you seeing in terms of changes or things other directors could be aware of in, say, in the next 10 years? What do you think we need to be thinking about? I think we all have to be a lot bolder. I think that's really important. I think we've often got in cycles and COVID is challenging for people because you have to be incredibly agile and you have to move very quickly and everything changes very quickly, more so than it had been happening in recent years before. But alongside that, actually, a lot of things take time. I know I was just helping a little organisation as a favour around some strategic thinking, and they said, oh, look, we just want to work two years out. We've got a one-year plan, and I was like, how far do we want to go? Five years, you know, 10? No, 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 no. We just want to look a year out. And they just moved into this beautiful new building, and I said to them, oh, when when did you start planning this? Oh, 10 years ago. And I went, okay, well, this is why, you know, I'm talking to you about you at least need to be looking at 10 years because there'll be some decisions that are going to impact you in that time frame that you do need to start thinking about now. So I think one of the big things is this balance between much longer term thinking and maintaining a, an enormous amount of agility and adaptability to deal with things that happen day to day. And they're not mutually exclusive. You can do both. And I think it's really important for organisations to be thinking longer term. And when you look at a lot of the reporting that's going to happen for organisations around ESG, and I think most organisations are going to be held more accountable for all of their inputs and all of their outputs. Actually, I think all humans are and should be. And I do, when I say that, I'm very conscious you reek of coming from a fortunate position in the Western world. You know, when you say that, and I'm very conscious that not everybody in such fortunate positions will have such choice. But I think people who are in fortunate positions and major organisations are all going to need to do that. And when you're thinking of these things like ESG, et cetera, you are thinking longer term and you are thinking of consequences. And then I think this issue of diversity, which has still got an element of because we have to and it's what everybody's talking about. I think with the complexity of issues that most organisations are going to deal with, there's going to be a greater understanding. We need this diversity. We need diversity because it brings better thinking to the table. And it also helps us deal with our range of stakeholders. It's a bit like going back, I don't know how long you have to go, you know, when there weren't many women on boards. And you think, surely, you know, women on boards where women are your staff, your customers, you know, so many of your stakeholders, it actually makes sense to have them on the board in the same way that all kinds of diversity, as well as diversity of thinking, are going to make boardrooms more effective, I think. And I think people will see that there's a real value in doing it, not because it's what everybody's talking about or it's, you know, we've got to do it. I agree with you. I think those are definitely key takeaways is the concepts and ideas around diversity and who's actually represented here that then reflects who you're serving. But also that longer term perspective, too often, I think, we're focused in boards on the report about the event that we just ran (laughs) and we're not focused on the future. And one of the things that I noticed was we were talking about how boards, when they gather, most of the time should be focused on the future rather than looking to the past. 
But how often are we bogged down in what just happened rather than forward-looking, proactive? I mean, I think it's such a big thing. And I think it'll be the difference between boards that succeed, you know, and organizations that, that succeed and thrive into the fu- in the future and ones that don't. So as we come towards the end, what would you say would be something that you would recommend for other directors, some key learnings that you think might apply for others? And we've got a broad range of listeners here. What would be your gift to them or your parting challenge? Gosh, that's so tough. Probably what I just said about the long-term thinking and day-to-day flexibility, adapt, you know, adaptability and agility, that these two, th- these two things are, for me, um, omnipresent in my thinking in terms of organisations. And ironically, you know, a lot of when you, I just did Jim Mather's Māori Governance Kotahitanga course this week too, when you look at uh, many of the principles of Māori governance, you know, you look at this long-term holistic thinking, this view of being guardians and stewards, which makes you feel very much as though you are, you know, it's the impermanence of things. And I think it's something in life that I'm dealing with and seeing a lot of at the moment is the impermanence of things. And certainly in terms of organisations, you know, I think it's the same thing too. And that's where I say, I just cannot underestimate how most organisations would probably do really well to spend a lot more time, as you were saying, thinking not just about the future, i.e. next year. You've got a few futures. You've got the, the end of the day today. But then there's this week and there's next week and there's next year. We all have horizons that you're heading towards. And I think at the end of the day, we've all got to look, you know, way past our time on that board in terms of what we leave in terms of legacies. And if you judge the value that we bring an organisation, I don't think it's about the value you gave it this year. I think it's about the value that you left it in for the future. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I agree with you completely. And the idea of legacy is something that as maybe as we get a little bit older and head down our path of life, you start thinking about, well, what will be the legacy? What am I, who am I bringing up? Who am I allowing to step into my shoes when I'm no longer going to be here? So I love that intergenerational sort of focus that you're talking about. So um, the book, uh, there are no silly questions. (laughs) Can we expect it to come out soon? I hope I can get my copy. Um, the problem with me is I'm still learning. I'm just so, I, I have these ideas about things like that, about how you could share it and doing podcasts or doing this or doing that, but I'm spending most of my time learning. And I think you don't, you don't feel like you could do something like that until you feel like you, you know a lot more. And I don't think I'm ever going to stop learning on this journey. So Jaina, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Really appreciate getting that download of your thoughts about what your book of governance would be called, and then just diving a little bit deeper into what that means and some of the things that you've been learning. And I guess for me, that's what stood out is that you're viewing your governance career and your work as a director as an ongoing learning activity. And that's something that I don't think ever stops for any of us. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. This is Stephen Rowe, and you've been listening to Board Matters, presented by the Institute of Directors, the professional body for directors in Aotearoa, New Zealand. If you enjoyed this episode and you're keen to listen to more, then why not subscribe, leave a rating, and check out some of the other episodes in this series. Thanks for listening. Kakiteano.